You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One of my favorite plays from Gino, right? I've remembered where I was going. Maddie remembered. There's a lot of pressure, right? It's live. I'm having to perform here. You're standing um, up. I'm, I'm standing for, for, cause for the whiteboard, which we'll get to. But uh, right. yeah, one, like he cannot be killed. Gino cannot be killed. Like <laughs> the, the defense is like the def- So There's this play where they have, an, they have an attached run to Gino's right. Okay. And they have an RPO to the left. Right. Yeah. But. The defense is like, oh, what would be good here is we don't tell him we're going to blitz off this side, but we blitz off this side and he hands the ball off and we get a free rusher at the quarterback, right? Yeah. G- it's a fine blitz because if you get RPO'd, Gino can't see that blitz because he's turning to the right and it's behind him. But Gino somehow, as he snaps the ball, registers to his left that the blitz is coming. He must have sensed it. And so... He he makes a throw that he's not meant to make to the little bubble of, of Noah Fant, I think it was. Now, it actually comes back for offensive pass interference, and I don't know how that was offensive pass interference. It was a very weird call. But just that kind of thing of, like, if you're a defensive coordinator there, you're like, what on earth? We had the right play call, and you've just beat it somehow. Yeah. You're not supposed to have – you're not an owl. How, how have you seen that Um, crazy stuff? And then the other one was a cover zero situation where – yeah. Well, there's a, there's a few good cover zero plays, but th- this is, again, a less uh, obvious one from me, a hipster one, where they've got trips out there and the Lions aren't covering down on DK Metcalf. So Gino knows that something's going on. And so he just throws it to Metcalf's outroot. It doesn't get the first down, but it's just that immediately, like, I know the right play. I'm going to throw the right play. It's not robotic. It's... Uh, well, it's creative in a sense. Like it's um, it's just super intelligent. It's 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 that coach on the field thing we always talk about, where DK ain't covered from someone immediately. They're having to disguise this. 
okay, this guy's got over there eventually and they're playing at the sticks because I think it was a third and long. But DK almost got the first down. But more than that, if you play the play, if you play it how it's supposed to be done, if you find the, what is on paper the right beater, eventually the good results will come. And more right. often than not, they'll come. Hence, you know, what we've been seeing. Right, right. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, I think it's fair to say that, and we did talk about this last week, the, the dude's a football brainiac, like whiteboard knowledge, knowledge, football theory. Like he's just, and he's processing on the, like taking it to the field too. Like he's way up there. This was last year, even in the Saints and the Steelers, the Steelers games, he was processing well the whole time. Like his, what he, what his intentional process that you could pick out on film, that what you could isolate to what he was doing. He was even playing well in those games. So that was really hard for, you know, to like accept that because you look at the stat line. But like part of that was you know the scheme and the general game plan, trying to shorten the game. The O line was inoperable. You know, he's not a guy that's going to pirouette and hit lock it seventy yards downfield. Granted, yeah, like he's not going to make lemonade in situations that dire. But like you, but you watch that and you're like, okay, give him a little bit more ammo, build an offense meant for him, and what 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 could happen here? And just you know, we're seeing it. He checks so many boxes. I mean. And, and this is not just some like, you know, little cute little stretch. Like this is everything he's ever shown. Like he's checked these, even at his worst in New York, you saw the signs of life in, in this department that we're talking about. So, um, yeah, he's, I think he's legit right now. And the rest is being in a good situation conducive toward quarterbacking. And he is in that. The, Seattle is providing that. And they're providing that with two rookie tackles. So, the, the 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 counterpoint to this amazing last game is that the Lions' defense isn't very good, right? Now, talent-wise, they may have some deficiencies, but I didn't see personally much wrong from what the Lions tried to do. Uh, you know, it's quite easy to go, well, you shouldn't have called cover zero on third and 16 and you deserve to get run up, which, I mean, yeah, Gino got them into the right play, we should say that. But also, I, I didn't actually see much wrong with what the Lions were doing you know, in terms of like, they're trying to disguise. They were pretty good at disguising. Yeah. Gino was just better than them. Like, yeah. they tried to play bully ball and play press man against DK, cover down on everyone, play a bit more single high. This was the opportunity Seattle had been waiting for to unlock DK Metcalf one on one. And and the Lions tried to play cover zero with disguise and heat Gino up. And he had every single answer in the book. Yeah. So, so like people, I mean, naturally it's, and like you said, it's the natural counter argument. It's totally valid to be like, well, does this project forward? You can pick out bits and pieces of this game and like, yeah, it, it does project forward. The, their best player is on defense is Okuda. And you've got Okuda and press cover one against DK Metcalf and Gino hitting him twice. So like that that's as real as it gets. That's okay. Our combo's better than than your guy out there. You know, it's it's Gino DK was better than Okuda. And there are Okuda's not the best corner in the league, but he's you know, a upper tier guy. And if you get those looks d- d- down the line, which you were going to get them at some point, maybe not super frequently, um, but if you get them, like we know they can hit that now. 
And he hit that to the boundary and to the field. And what was especially important, the one to the field, is that I think they were particularly comfortable playing press there because they didn't, they weren't too worried about the fade or go ball to, to, to the field with Gino. And the other side of it, and this is where like the, the game planning and tendency comes into it. They're in one back pistol. They're on the boundary. Defense is playing, is playing cover three. They're thinking it was cover three, right? Not cover one. Yeah, I, it was, I, I mean, it essentially plays out the same because they were playing like three, you know, Ripplers kind right, of stuff. Right, right, right. But yeah, I, th- I do believe it's cover three. But yeah. so what are they doing right there? They're defending zone to the boundary and they're defending play action. They're trying to stay leveraged for those crossing routes. They're not trying to defend DK Metcalf down the sideline. They're saying if that happens, we got Okuda on him. They, so, and they don't, yeah, they don't respect Gino's ability really to to throw that vertical. So now that you can throw that, and teams, they have to decide: all right, how are we going to manage this monster out to the field on a max split now? Now that they know the ball can actually get that far, do we cloud him? All right, cloud him. Now you you've got your you've got your you know mid zone into the boundary going. You've got your play action stuff. Or by virtue of the fact that you're in the quarterbacks in shotgun, but the running back, the total formations in pistol, and you get those soft cover two looks, then you can just run your cover two beaters out of pure dropback situation. Like the, the balance they have in one back pistol is absurd right now, um, and 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 so much is predicated on the pistol runs are actually not that bad. They're actually pretty good, and if Geno's hitting explosives out of it and dropback, that I mean that's just. Because we know they're moving the ball in, in in the more intermediate five step stuff when they're in pistol when they when they do run pure dropback. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know. It's and just developing. Again, with the theme of like having all the answers, as you can see from this drawing, when uh, the Seahawks got down into the red zone, you have uh, like a cover three, cover one look. Obviously, obvious that like, there's no disguise going on there. Oh, Russell also threw an interception on third and long in field goal range. That's funny. Uh, and you have... He's throwing it. Yeah, he threw an INT, I believe, the, the cool kids call it. Uh, and you have this the middle field safety cheating over to DK Metcalf even before Gino seen it. Again, it's another example of gunplay action rather than just running four verts ordinarily. It, again, it's an example of the, the tight ends being involved, going pair slot, um, two tight ends to the right, uh, two receivers to the left. You fake, you, Gino executes play fake. It's a very quick one because it's from the gun. Three safeties cheating way over to ZK from his drop. And then Gino fires a perfect football to Will Disley's inner scene route where he throws it so early, drift uh, at C Mike spin move. He tweets out a photo showing how early it was. He also gets six foot four versus six foot one. But the accuracy, the anticipation, the quick decision, he has the answer. Again, he has the answer. And that is something we'll keep harping on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be harping. We'll be harp, harping. Harp away. Um, another thing we should talk about 
is the offensive line is just getting better with each week. Now, yeah, not the great, not the best, you know, defensive line to go against, um, but they do seem better independent of competition compared to the four compared to how they played in the 49ers game. I would love to see them in their, you know, another in their second matchup with the Niners get another crack against that um that talent just to see how much better they do marginally to see how many how much strides they've actually made um that would be cool um but so like yeah the 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 tackles rookie tackles you're not supposed to expect too much you just want to see rate of improvement we're seeing that Austin Blythe looks like you know he looks like a good center um and then Gabe Jackson I think had a bit of a bounce back game but I don't know if that will sustain but Damian Lewis, I think this is year three, and I think he is – I think he's coming together. He's played well every single game he's been in, all three and a half of them. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, this, this might be the year for him right now. I mean, because he was blocking Grady Jarrett against the Falcons. That was real. That's as real as it gets. Real. He was blocking Grady when Gabe wasn't, you know? So, real. Do you know what stood out to me, actually – uh, the way Gino was playing with the tackles, like, okay, the Lions, again, I'm, I'm sick of cav- caveating, but for the sake of this, caveating? Caveating? Ca- can you caveat? Ca- caveat. I say caveat. I'm a soft A. Mm. Caveat. What about, yeah, what I about, think it's... What about caveat? <laughs> that sounds like something which you'd uh, use for hair removal. Um <laughs> Okay, the Gino's comfort with with his offensive tackles, I think, is growing. Even with the Lions not having like you know a Bosa, uh, which fine, you know, you, you play who you can play. Um, so one play where he it was beautiful. They had he opened to the to a, a their bow concept where. Uh, basically, condensed split. The receiver runs a hitch. Then behind that, um, a receiver runs a dig. Um, and the Lions played cover four with the safety really hard down to that. So that's not there. And their quarter flat player did a good job to the hitch. So then he comes to the other side and to the arrow concept, which into cover two. That's nice because you've got DK on like this little sit spot route. You've got the slot receiver running the corner route, and you've got the they even released the running back into the flat. So you should have a little window here, right? Oh wow, mm-hmm. Russell got it more hurt on the yeah. That did not look good. That they pulled him out of the game. Good. Yeah, well, he's in the blue tent. I don't know what. Oh, he what... shouldn't be in the game based on how they're doing concussions. Anyway, this this hopefully is okay. The bow and the arrow thing. He goes to the cover two side, and. He's he's feeling a bit, you know, Charles Cross at the left tackle. He's got an inside move. He's defended it, but the inside move, the, the why defenses do them in the pass rush game is, and the Lions are a fan of them, is to like you know just let the quarterback know that it's shrinking to the inside a bit, change the picture up. Gino just works with that. He's just nice in the pocket, and then he hooks up with DK, who improvises his route over the middle, is that sensing that the linebacker is about to expand with the back into the flat. And it's just brilliant, brilliant stuff. I think that was from an explosive play. I think it was 17 yarder. Maybe, maybe not quite, but really, really good stuff. And then the other play is a I think it was the very next play. 
Abraham Lucas gives up an inside spin move. He's flat out beat. Gino, obviously, because it's coming from his right side, he's aware that, like, okay, I'm, I'm getting uh, I'm getting something which I can see. It's not your blind side. Mm-hmm. And he then manages to just step back in the pocket and find Tyler Lockett underneath the cover four side of the defense. And, and they complete the pass. And again, it's like, what are we supposed to do here if you're the defense? Like we're, we've, we've got pressure. We're having answers. Gino should be making mistakes. He isn't. Like This quarterback is red hot right now. I'd, yeah. I'd be interested, Griff, in hearing um, your your under center pistol shotgun splits and pass rate and your overall pass rate because I know you're a bit of a you're a bit of a data fiend, aren't you? But um before that, the the little dig to DK Metcalf off play action, again, Seattle has a cover two beater to one side, cover four beater to the other. The Lions actually did a fire zone on that one. But um Gino in the pocket this time is not really the tackles; it's more like the interior. But he stands in there and he fires it to DK. Okay, DK's wide open, but it's a good play call, right? Uh, on the dig. Right. But also, Gino's just like really just working in the pocket, stepping up. It's just great work. Yeah, yeah. He um, like like it's it's the whole idea of of creating in structure or like giving the structure more life. Um. And I think that's what separates a lot of these quarterbacks that can be functional with a good support system around them. But then when they have their bad moments or they have their their bad games, it's when the, the structure asks them to just kind of, it really just relies more on them. Like, okay, now you, now the other guys are imperfect on this play. Now you kind of need to be perfect. And he's just doing that at a very high rate right now. Like he he's adapting his timing and rhythm when he needs to, when he has to completely abandon like his, his cadence in the pocket, like, you know, with the, you know, drop back, you know, hitch up and stuff. When he has to speed up, he speeds up when he has to slow down, he slows down. That's why he's, that's part of why he's completing like 75% of his passes or whatever it is right now. So, um, and by the way, he's, he's not just, he's completing. Okay. We got numbers per PFF. In the zero to nine yard range bracket, he's completing uh, 89 per- 89% of his passes, 88.9. Absurd. Wow. And But so you might think, well, that's driving. Granted, 50% of his pass attempts are in that range, uh, which is like lower median. But and the, but then um, and that number is is falling. So that means he's going at the intermediate deeper more and more each week. But then in the intermediate, um, his completion percentage is here. I tweeted it. Let me, let me find it instead of just trying to remember. It's high. Is, tweet. It, it's high is the point. Um, and we like it when numbers are high. Um, so he's 12th in target rate to the intermediate. It's the 10 to 19 yards. So that means he's targeting at the 12th highest rate compared to other quarterbacks. And he's 7th in completion percentage. So that's dang good. And then he's also 20 plus yards. I think he's like fifth right now. And then, and then, but you might say, well, the shot percentage, he's, you know, he's being really picky. Yeah, he has been. Um, for the whole season, he's like 25th or 24th in shot percentage. But then the last two weeks, that shot percentage is now top 10, hovering around 16.5%, which just so happens to be, to give, uh, to give you context, literally the same exact percentage down to the decimal point as Russell Wilson's shot percentage. 
And he's completing like the fifth most in the league right now. So that's why this game we saw them, we saw them dialing up the, those those fade balls to DK, but then also like that corner post off that that um, cover zero blitz look where he got it off to lock it in time before the blitz got him. But then like they they also had that under center um, like half boot to DK that just barely missed. And like those are low percentage shots, right? Like you're not. But you can see how like that they can work with stuff like that because how close were they to completing it, right? Like they were inches away. And then the other one to lock it where he missed it earlier in the game on the second and two and they scored anyway on that drive. Um, You can kind of see like where that was a ball where if there was no pressure on that play, he just waits just a half second before throwing the exact same ball and it's probably caught in stride perfectly. Yeah. Otherwise, that ball probably needed with the timing of it, it needed to have higher arcing so that it locket could still run under it. The mm. timing. I don't know if he has the combination of the arm strength and the accuracy to throw the perfect ball needed in that situation. That kind of further defines like his arm talent ceiling. But there's still this game showed plenty that you can still get really deep with Gino in his way. But then you can also where you where you dial it up, right? You scheme it up. But then also you can just get deep in your normal dropback stuff if the read takes them there, you know. Um, so yeah. it's been two weeks of that. So that that's those are really good signs. 